everyone, I'm Henrietta and this is my series about the mistakes people make when engaging with ethnic groups and what they can do about it and that's the most important part because I do want to see better quality engagement with ethnic groups. So today is mistake number four and I swapped it around because I had some issues with the term I'm going to talk about today and popped up on my radar so I thought this is a sign to make a video about it. So what's the term? Well, the term is culturally and linguistically diverse or cult. Cult came about in the 1990s when they replaced the term NESB, which was st which stands for non-English speaking background. NESB has its issues because first of all, it only acknowledges language as diversity point, and we know diversity has many diversity has many dimensions. And second of all, it put English into a pedestal because it's English and non-English, and that's not really an inclusive language. So uh, they replaced it in 1996, and I'm going to read an article, uh, sorry, a section in, from a research paper titled How Useful CALD Is um, when it comes to Australian research. And they said CALD was introduced to replace NESB in 1996 when the Ministerial Council of Immigration and Multicultural Affairs decided that the term and acronym NESB was to be dropped from official communication. Doesn't really go in there that why, what was the actual reason. Obviously, I said uh, why it was problematic, but they replaced it. And in 1996, Australian Bureau of Statistics also adapted it. So here we are, 20 years later, still using CALD. Um, and it's not, a, not necessarily a bad word to use. It has its positives. For example, it does acknowledge or the um, diversity, dimension of diversity. And second of all, it's very inclusive. Second and third generation can be part of it. Us old migrants, new migrants, refugees, asylum seekers, economical migrants, everybody in a one big happy family. Not. <laughs> um, and that inclusiveness is, is the problem of cult. And I'm going to mention number one and the one of the biggest one. And unfortunately, that it doesn't really highlight the racial inequalities that we have in ethnic groups. Me as a white European woman have very big, a lot of privileges in these post-colonial countries. And I'm in the same category as a person of color or someone who is from a non-European background who experiences racism on a daily basis. I've been only in, in this country for two weeks when my first friend from Pakistan told me, honey, don't worry about jobs, you will get a job. You are tall, blonde and white and you will be fine in this country. He was right. I was angry, but I am happy that he highlighted my white privileges because ever since I tried to be a good ally, such as talking about these issues. Even the fact that as a white person, I am able to talk about this is my white privilege because a lot of the people, a person of color and those who are advocating for, um, you know, to, to demolish racism, uh, when they talk about it, I, I know because I had friends told me that a lot of the time mainstream made them feel that they are ungrateful for being in this country. Come on, Australia, you can do better. I can't, I can't even believe I have to talk about this, but I have to because Carl is a culprit in hiding this kind of behavior. Also, as a white person, I have the privilege of jumping in and out of cult. I can be called and uncalled. And I give you an example. I've been, I used to work in a small country town as a housing officer. And one day my manager came in and handed in some information about cult and translated materials. My colleague, Sarah, who is an Aussie as Aussie gets, said, oh, but why? I never met with a cult person before. Wasn't it Sarah's lucky day because poof, I just appeared right next to her. She didn't see me as a cult because of the underlining racism and white privileges that this country has and cult to fail to address. So this is the number one and biggest reason I don't like to use cult. Second reason is it again creates anotherness. 
it's called and I don't know how many times I had monolingual English speaking Australians coming to me and say, so you are called what I am. We don't have a term for you, mate. I'm sorry, you are mainstream. I don't like to use Australian because that's not an inclusive language again. So I can't be Australian because I'm cult, you know, but I am. So it creates a lot of um, difficulties and, and not really an inclusive, welcoming language, in my opinion. And this is why I don't like to use it. The third reason is the way the government using this term. Um, I used to run a program and we were specifically funded to support cult people. And in the terms, um, the government set it out, laid out what they think cult people are. And cult people are who were born in a non-English speaking country. Side note, I think government just replaced NESB with cult without solving any of the problem of the original term, but that's just me. So anybody who were born in a non-English speaking countries, that means anybody who were born ex uh, in a country except or excluding UK, Ireland, Canada, the USA, South Africa and New Zealand. Now, what's the problem here? Other than the UK, every other country I listed uh, has natives and um, have natives and or indigenous people and English is an import. So I had situation where I had Maury Elder, I could not help because technically on her birth, you know, uh, country of birth was New Zealand. She's a nut cult based on the description the government gave me. Also, I have people who were born in the UK, then moved back to their countries, that come to Australia. Very diverse, language-wise, cultural-wise, but they are based on their birth certificate. The gov what the government is using as the terminology for called, they are not called. I can't help them. <sighs> Third problem. And fourth problem is that this term really, really, really fails to acknowledge the needs that we have in these communities. I'm an economical migrant. There are a lot of economical migrants uh, from all around the world. We are in the same category as someone who is refugee or asylum seeker. And this is a problem because when I see articles saying, oh, cold people, the cold communities, you're talking about a lot of people with a lot of different life experiences and backgrounds and experiences of racism and discrimination. You, that's the problem with cult, it's too inclusive. I have very, um, economical migrant like me have very different needs to someone who is a refugee or asylum seeker. Furthermore, within my community, I have very different needs to ones who came as a refugee of Second World War and communism who are currently in aged care. I don't know how many times I have to fight for translation for them because they're not acknowledged as someone who need them. Yet very well known that back then when they came, there were no English classes. Nope not one, fails to acknowledge, again, the different needs that we have in our communities. So I think I gave enough reason not to use cold. Unfortunately, we have to because this is still a government lingo, which I hope it can be changed because we've done it before. Uh, but it's still a way to go and we don't have an alternative yet. What I use personally, I use ethnic or I use what particular I like to use is how the communities want to be identified with. So use that, ask them, they will tell you. I also like to use multilingual and prolingual depending on the situation. Be careful with multicultural. I had a couple of incidents with this term. I go to a lot of expos and in, my, in the organization I work for, we have the multicultural, uh, word multicultural. And I had this Italian couple coming to me and asking about my work. And when they saw the multicultural, they said, now, let me stop you there. I'm, I'm, this is not for me. I'm not multicultural. I'm Italian. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they are not the only example I had when people were not identifying with cult. Oh, sorry, multicultural per se. So be careful how you and when you're using multicultural because some people just identify with Italian or Spanish or Indian or whatever, wherever they came from. So again, be careful. Thank you so much for watching. And this was a 10 minutes video because that's all LinkedIn allows me. Um, and I pushed a lot of things into this. If you have any questions or comments, I'm very, I welcome you to comment in the comments below. And yes, please share this video if you think that this is was beneficial for you and or anybody else that you think should watch this. Thank you so much for watching. I was Henrietta and see you next time. Thank you.